Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One of the reasons we had to move on was because we're joined right now by the former GM of the Atlanta Falcons and a long executive was in New England as well, Thomas Dimitrov. It is a pleasure, pleasure. to have you on in D.C. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Thomas is doing a great thing with Sumer Sports. He is running the shop over there. They work both with teams and helping to advise them on some of their searches and analytical dives. Also, though, for people like me, uh, we follow the website and, and get smarter with the analytics that they're providing. But one of the reasons we wanted to chat with you when we were coming out to Vegas this week is you were the GM with Dan Quinn, locked in arms, mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder in Atlanta for years. He, of course, is the new head coach of the Commanders. So first things first, tell me about Dan Quinn. Look, I'm so excited for Adam Peters, who we also were together in New England, so I can speak to him as well. The fact that Dan gets an opportunity to come back, I've always thought he needed to be back in at the helm. Dan is incredibly passionate. In, you know, his, his ability to come in with an eye, he's a very sharp football coach who has a way of keeping the morale up in, a, in an authentic way, which I think is great. He also comes to the table, and everyone should know this, Massive passion and ability as a personnel guy, meaning he can evaluate talent. He's not just a head coach who has ideas and calls his buddies around the, 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 the coaching community to give him, you know, heads up on players. He's very good at that, and I think he's going to work really, really well with Adam as far as approaching the game and, and getting the right personnel uh, uh, like they need here. So, look, I am all for it. I think, I think Dan has learned a lot of great lessons along the ways He's an incredibly aware person. There are some head coaches out there who get their second chance and they're saying, screw it, I'm doing it the way that I've always done it. And Dan is not that person. He's going to look at it from so many different levels and decide what he might need to adjust, in my opinion. Thomas, tell me about you guys' collaborations. You know, the, the idea that it's always a honeymoon is naive. These are strong-willed people with, as you said, really strong opinions and aptitude. You're eventually you're going to butt heads at times. I'd love for you to, to go into some of that a little bit, right, as you guys work together and then times where you may have disagreed. How did you resolve it? Well, it's interesting, and, and this is the honest truth. Dan and I probably had two times when we were really locked horns with a player. We had a lot of great conversations. He is extremely collaborative that way. He'll listen to the personnel man, i.e. Adam, the, 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 the general manager and the group, 
and, and yet he still has strong opinions, which I think he delivers well. What happens often is, as a, as a head coach and a GM, I'm a big believer in that relationship. You close the door before you even go out to your coaching staff or to your personnel staff, and you, you talk about the players. You talk about who you need to adjust. You talk about the cuts you need to make on your team. You talk about the free agency and the draft a lot, and you do it every day. Dan is an everyday guy, and I would say he and I met probably six to eight times a day. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't like neurotic, right? It wasn't like we were both in each other. It was just we would pass away, we would catch up. So that's going to be something that Adam has. He doesn't have a guy that's locking himself away for days upon days working on the, the game plan. That's a really, really important part of what Dan brings to the table for Adam in my mind. It's interesting because we're, we're 72 hours removed from finding out he was the head coach. and Thomas Dimitrov is with us who hired Dan Quinn in Atlanta. I'm still getting people from all over the league, some that I haven't talked to in a couple years, that are just hitting me up to be like, dude, you're going to love DQ. Or, what is it about? Like, we just yeah. hit a press conference yesterday. You've been a part of a million of these. It was a 57-minute introductory presser. And the team wasn't letting – they weren't going to stop it because a lot of people, to be frank with you, weren't thrilled by the hire. They're like, really? A retread, a defensive yeah. guy? This isn't – and I think the team's going, the more he's at the mic, the better for us because yeah. he's – People are like, you know, this isn't that bad. I kind of like this guy. But it was 57 minutes long yesterday. Why do so many people around the league like him so much? Well, I just think because he is he's that guy that has the energy. He's a guy who's authentic. He's a guy that will look you in the eye, and if he has an issue with you, he will hold you accountable in a way that you walk away when you're – you know, sort of uh, not uh, ostracized or just when when something is on his mind, he'll deliver it and you feel like I want to improve for that guy. I've heard it. You know how many times I had players come into my building or into my office in the building in Flowery Branch in, in Atlanta and said, Thomas, I know you guys are thinking about it. If you guys are thinking about cutting me because of my money, I will take less to play for Dan Quinn because this is where I want to end my career. This does not mean Dan Quinn's soft at all. It just means that's what those guys want to do. They want to play for a guy that keeps their momentum up and their morale up, but that will also call them and be real with them and call them out when they need to be called out, and they want to win for them. And I would say that about people that deal with them, whether it's the media, whether it's a fan base, or whether it's management. How many scouts in our building appreciated and said to me, I have never been around a head coach and a GM like yourself, uh, Thomas, at that point in Atlanta, and Dan Quinn, that made it that, you know, that good to work together and were respected, and that's what I think. People, he's a respect guy, but he expects it in the other on the other side as well. So Thomas, you hire him, and you guys have a lot of success. You go to the Super Bowl. You're up 25 points. Everybody knows the drill. Yep. Here is the other side of it. When Kyle left, and my thought on that Falcons team was Matt Ryan's the MVP. Kyle and that offensive staff were brilliant. Dan's a great coach, but they leave now. What? And it's 24 and 29, I think it was. It was 79, 79, 0 and 5. So coach me up on that because my reservations are well, yeah, with a great offensive staff and an MVP at quarterback, this could work. But what went wrong after that? Well, remember, and what I always say okay, that was a tough ending in that Super Bowl. I get it. If you ever have an egregious loss like that, usually the next year it's, and we know the, 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 the data on that, right? You come back, you never get back in the playoffs. We got too deep, shoulda, coulda, woulda. If we might not have gone to Julio Jones the second or third time in that Philadelphia game, we might be up in, in Minnesota. Right. That we, game yeah. was like a goal line play, it's, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. It, it kills me thinking about it because, you know, who, who knows what would have happened. Maybe we would have ended up back again. So got to give it to Dan, keeping that staff together and the, the, the 
the, the group together, that's not easy to do. That is where Dan is marvelous in my mind as well. He's going to keep people in the spot. And, it's again, it's not feigned. He's going he's gonna to keep it right. So, okay, then we start moving on, and, of course, we, we, we change coaches. And that's one of the things, without throwing darts at Dirk Cutter or anything like that, we have a yeah, different Just for side. my listeners real quick, yep. so that yep. the Super Bowl year was Kyle. Yep. The next year was Sarkeesian. Yep, Sark. Okay, right. and you guys win double-digit games. Yep. You're in the playoffs round two, yep. as you mentioned. Then it was Cutter. But so to that, that was the start of the 7-9. and nine. That's so. right. That's right. And we, we started, you know, those are tough, those are tough times. And, and sometimes, as you know, those can be a call here and there. They can be a flail of a player. Look, this is not – we look at it in so many different ways. Ultimately, a GM and a head coach are responsible for it. That's why Dan and I were called to Arthur Blank's house that first quarter of 2020 and say, sorry, gents, it's time to move on. And, I, and at that point, I was thinking, you know what? Dan is going to get another opportunity because Dan has the ability to coach up any level in, you know, any level. I'm talking about any level of player. He's not a guy that just bonds with the star guys or just the, the blue collars. He does have a way with all of that. So coach you up on what happened. You know, there were myriad reasons that we started flailing again. We, you know, I'm a big believer in development, right? And development does come from a staff. So you could have a coaching staff that might not develop your players in the same way. This is not excuse laid. I raise my hand. You listen to any of my I, – I know what my job is, and we need to put the right players out there for these guys. We made a couple mistakes along the way. We, you know, we made some mistakes on our pass rush, unfortunately, right? You, you are, I mean, there are some guys that we thought a lot about, and they didn't come through. We didn't get the pass rush, and that's one thing that's always surprising. We, you know, Dan Quinn was a pass rush aficionado. We draft Vic Beasley. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. Won the sack title in the year we got to the Super Bowl and then plummeted, right? So I think there are so many different things when a coach starts losing games, and you might have to pull the trigger on it as, a, as an owner, you know, ultimately. And we, we had to do that, and they had to do it with me as well. So I'll take my blame with him as well. Grant Nanny here on the fan talking to a guy that architected six different double-digit win seasons in Atlanta, Thomas Dimitrov, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Thomas, Dan Quinn was open about this in the process, according to some reporting, with uh, Washington doing the interview process, right? Went over kind of a, a, an autopsy, fine-tooth comb, you know, find out what I did wrong to improve upon. So we're not talking bad behind someone's back. He engaged in this process himself. If you guys had a conversation, what would you go back and say, you know what, this was probably a misstep by you here with the idea that, hey, we could correct this next time in your next go-around? Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim it as a, as a team guy because I do yeah. believe in the team, the team, the team. That's not just the, the uh, uh, Schembechler quote, by the way. Y'all was, uh, <laughs> I love that. Whenever I need motivation about being a team, I go back to that two-and-a-half-minute hit. I, I, all I would say is we were in a spot many times uh, where I think as an organization during that time, especially early on, I mean, Dan being the player coach that he was, we, we, you know, I'll use one person as an example. I mean, Julio Jones was great for us. But Julio Jones, that final contract that we signed, we were so concerned, I think, as an organization, again, raise my hand along with Dan, of trying to make him comfortable in that spot. And there's a time where you have to call out those guys, right? And I think Dan, Dan learned that along the way. You have to be right about with your star players. But there's a time to hold accountable. And I think those are learned lessons, of course. I also think it's the same with your coaching staff, right? You look at some of the greatest coaches out there, and they're going to hold their coaches accountable. Not only their your coordinators and their assistant coaches, but everyone, right? And if you're not doing the job as an assistant coach for Dan Quinn, Dan's a very loyal guy. But you look at Dan over the years, you know that. He made coaching changes with his coordinators. 
it wasn't like he was afraid to do that. But I think stepping back, he's going to look at it and how important that is to be very timely with those moves with your coaches at times. In today's not-for-long league, that happens more. You can't feel bad about it. You have to move forward. Remember in the Super Bowl now, gentlemen, we got there. Dan was calling the defense during that time. Right. We had, we had taken Richard Smith, who was a good friend of Dan's, and he had taken the play calling away from him. Dan was calling the plays down the stretch. He was relying on Kyle Shanahan, even though he's the head coach. He's relying on Kyle to make the calls, right, in the end. Was that a run, run, run kick? We would have been out the door. Yeah, you could say coulda, shoulda, woulda in that one. But, again, Dan was doing what he thought was best for the organization at the time, and it was calling the plays. Thomas Dimitrov on Grant and Danny. Sumer Sports, which I want to get to some of the things you're doing there in just a moment. But Joe Witt Jr., he was in Atlanta with Dan. At that time, I'm sure he was very low-ranking on the defensive staff, but he just was hired by the commanders to be their D.C. Are you surprised at all that Quinn has given him the play-calling responsibilities rather than keeping him, as you said, something he did before? No, I think this is another thing that he would like. I mean, I think Dan realizes, look, in the end, when, when new head coaches come in, it's their opportunity to be in control, right? Meaning, I, I'm finally at the helm. I think Dan, like any coach, as a coach, they, they really want to coach the damn team, right? They don't want to worry about the socks, the color, the painting of the field. They want the GM to do it, and they feel a lot more comfortable doing it after they've been in the league a few more years. I think Dan's going to come in and delegate even better the second time around. He's going to be mindful of where he can delegate appropriately. And I think with this, with Joe, yeah, Joe is with us only one year, so I can't. I like Joe right, a lot. But, very end, yeah. But, but, mm-hmm. I, but I believe he had him with Dal- and Dallas. How many years was he there at Dallas? Last three, all yeah, three. Last, yeah, three. Like two top so ten seconds. He has a great deal of respect for him, and I think he's going to come in. He'll always be the overseer in it. But I think having a guy like this that he gets along with well and communicates well with is going to be important for your team. Thomas, I know you overlapped also with Adam Peters. when I mean, he's still young and handsome now, but he was younger and <laughs> handsomer then, probably, when you guys overlapped in New England. When did you kind of know that this dude wasn't just one of the rank-and-file coaches or, or you know, guys in the administration, that he was going to be something special? No, he's young and handsome, and I was texting him and meant to tell him, like, look, very soon you're going to move that hair that you have to gray hair because that, was, that happened to me very quickly in that position. It's rapid. Yeah. Now, look, this dude, this dude from the very beginning, he was with us as a younger guy. We got along really well and communicated well. He was a football guy at the core, played at UCLA, of course. He was a guy that understood football. He was a guy that from the very beginning we knew had an eye, which was really important. You know, He wasn't a guy that was chomping at the bit and trying to do whatever he needed to do to, to, to uh, run up the rails right, and get to the top of the heap. He, he, the last thing I'll say about it, Besides many, many things that he did, he learned from Belichick. He goes to Denver. He learns from John Elway and all what's good with John, you know, on the, on the good side of Denver. He goes to John Lynch and that group down there and learns really well. He comes to the table with a really good background. He's not a guy that just kind of sifted through everything and ended up there. I, I'm, I really respect Adam. I was a big fan of yours as a GM. I love Sumer Sports and what you guys are doing. The CEO there, as we let you go, um, what was the idea in kind of creating that, and, and can you tell people what Sumer's about? Yeah, so Sumer came about, it's a, it's a roster optimization tool more than you're not providing the coaches with ideas and, and game calling. That's a whole other thing. We're talking about taking all of our algorithms, all of our data, and providing the NFL, our B2B side, providing the NFL teams with an opportunity to look at draft and look at free agency and make educated, academic 
appropriately academic moves that you might just do otherwise. By like, it's it's in my gut. In today's world, you can't look at an owner and tell him, like I used to start go to Arthur Blank. Man, I just feel it's right here, and he'd go, "Okay, yeah, go make that call." In today's world, <laughs> there's no way you can do it. And honestly, the sons of the owners who are up and coming, taking over in time, they are so much more dialed into to data. I tell all of my my uh, my GM brethren. I, and, and contemporaries, I'm like, hey, you want to prolong your contracts? You have to go in there with an understanding of data. It doesn't have to make the call for you. It's not, it's not black box. Use it as man and machine. Use it as an augmentation. And that's what we're doing at Sumer. Go online. We have a great game uh, set up for the Super Bowl. It's a 40-pager. For, it's for free. Look at all the data and all the great graphics. We're really proud of it. Sumersports.com. Uh, oh, you got a fan of me. I love it. Thank here, you, here. Thomas. And thank all you right, for guys. the insight on yeah. a couple guys yeah, that's great, with Thomas. Thank you. that are shaping the commanders. Thomas Dimitrov on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.